check one, two, and three into the full. Ah, it's Monday, April 25th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant, but more importantly, April 25th is my very talented and beautiful sister Bridget's birthday. Happy birthday, Bridget. I love you to death, and uh, you're just the best. On today's episode, oh my God, psychic medium Sandy Harmer joins us for the third time on the show. That's right, one of the few, I believe her and Derek Sagan are the only two guests part of the Three Timers Club here on the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. We have a great chat with Sandy. I actually had a reading from her on Friday. We talk about that. We get into uh, all of the questions that you would have for a psychic medium. And we continue after the show on the after show exclusively on patreon.com slash jdshowpod. That's right. I encourage you to head on over to patreon.com slash jdshowpod. We do the after show with Julian D- uh, the, the Julian Dion after show with Jen Grant uh, twice a week. We we do anywhere from 10 to 40 minutes with our guests. We do Mariah or Yoko. It's a whole other show. That's the thing. If I if there was a tagline for the after show, it would be the Julian Dion after show with Jen Grant. It's a whole other show. Get into it. Check it. We're content machines. And you're a content uh, uh, consumer. It's a match made in heaven. Head on over, patreon.com slash jdshowpod. Also, this episode is brought to you by Cookie Jar, spelled K-O-O-K-I, sorry, K-O-O-K-I, yeah, cookie, K-O-O-K-I, jar.com. Head on over to Cookie Jar and uh, enter promo code JDSHOW in all caps for 15% off and free shipping anywhere in Canada. Cookie Jar, you put your weed in it. And I do want to say, I really appreciate you. We appreciate you. Off the top of the show today, we talk about this. You know, episode four hundred and seventy-two. It's not nothing. That's a shit ton of content. So we appreciate uh, you listening and subscribing, and please share the show. Talk about it with friends and family. That's how we grow. All right, as we approach our five hundredth episode, and we're breaking, um, you know, a, a listenership and download milestones, and uh, we appreciate it. The show is growing at a really rapid rate, and it's a really a thrill. So thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you. Enjoy the show. And it all this is the longest intro. Out of 472 episodes, honestly, this is the longest intro. So there's that. Congratulations. What? Congratulations. Anyway, uh, enjoy the show. We've got comments, and, and it's a really fun episode. And um, it all starts now. Nope. Why don't we do a take Taz, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Votary. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delaseppi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? Julian Dion Comedy Hour? You're okay. listening to the... <laughs> Comedy hour. See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. (laughs) From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. project i was like half asleep on the couch and now i'm projecting hey everyone this is christian potenza this is gay trevor wilson this is john paul aka the island hipster hashtag hipster business this is steph tola hey this is jake goldsby this is sky wallace hey everybody this is erica sigurdsson aka ricky six okay hello hi this is howard wagman hey this is peter anthony the pa system this is matt o'brien some people like that's my rap name this is jen grant and you're listening to the julian dion comedy hour podcast <laughs> Show. You and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People I need to lose, sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour, it's a show. It's okay.
Welcome on, welcome one, welcome all to a brand new episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant coming at you on a Monday morning, episode 472. Hold on, let me do that again. Episode 472. That's a lot of episodes. We're, we're amazing, especially you because you started it all. I feel like we don't have it. We don't get enough credit for the amount, just the sheer amount of content we've created over the years. Just a a, a train, freight train worth of entertainment since 2014. It's true. I think people feel it. They just don't tell us. Right. Could you uh, lift your chair just a notch on the on the on your side? You're a little you know low what? on. I don't. The- I don't like doing that. Well, because it. it Hits the desk. Yeah, you can't you can't tuck your chair underneath these desks for some reason. That's annoying. The desks are a little. What about my? What about if I sit up straight? Yeah, yeah, there. You're good. I just want to make sure you're. Because uh, last episode I spent so much time adjusting camera angles, and I feel like I've got it nailed down now. Anyway, I love your dancing. I love your attitude. You know, I love everything about you, which is why I'm about to marry you. Sigida. <laughs> we have a very... I'm annoyingly... Uh, fit? Yeah, like I'm... I know. I if I if not, not annoyingly fit, but annoyingly have your shit together? I, I don't know. I just... Sorry. Even that's annoying to say. But. Jordan published a, a uh, good morning, by the way. Joj Magoj coming at you from Montreal, live and direct. Good morning. Mern McGurn. Yeah, she posted that uh, clip from last episode where I said, like, as your life partner, it really makes me feel like a sack of shit. <laughs> you are on fire. I mean, everything is firing on all cylinders, and I'm here just trying to fucking, I don't know. Anyway, very excited today. Uh, for for the first, uh, we have a returning guest, our first ever third timey from the Third Time Club. For, um, no, I think Derek Sagan maybe uh, has been on three times, but it's a very exclusive club, the Three Timers Club. You know, SNL has the Five Timers <laughs> Club. We have the Three Timers Club. Psychic medium and all around fantastic person, uh, Sandy Harmer, is going to join us shortly. At 10.30, she's great, and uh, we've talked about it uh, before on the show, about mediums and so on, and we've had her on twice. And Friday, this past Friday, I... um, You went to Sandy! I went to see her, and uh, it was in that one-hour session, as you know, and I've I've been pretty uh, honest, and with, with Sandy too, and it's no slight against anybody how I'm a skeptic. I, uh, you know, question things and, uh, but regardless of all that, where you stand on it, regardless of whether you, you wholeheartedly believe or, or not. And again, it's not a slight on anybody or anything. It's just, and I, and I told Sandy this, I think every time I've spoken to her on the show and, and on Friday in person, I said, you know, I am here with an open heart and an open mind fully. Um, I'm ready to to you know uh, receive receive. That seems a weird mm. weird way to put it. But anyway, I don't uh, but, know. but I said I told you like there's a small part of my brain that just can't help it that questions everything and thinks you know doesn't know what to think. And she said, of course that's that's normal. Just as long as you are open to things. And I said, absolutely, I am. But I have to say, regardless of whether you fall on. Um, you know, you're you're totally in and you believe all that, or you don't. Going to a psychic medium for one hour and sitting in their presence is an incredible and soothing and nice and warm experience. It th- it, it really is. And it's an hour. Like, it's an hour of just... It flew by, by the way. It felt nice, right? It was just a nice environment. Yeah. Yeah. And again, whether whether or not you... You know, fuck. I, I, re- I, really, I really struggle with it because there's nothing I want more. There's nothing I want more than to believe I'm in a room with Sandy and communicating with my grandparents that have passed. There's nothing I would love more right. to 
fully, fully sink my teeth into that and go, yes, this is happening. Yeah. But again, part of my brain goes, is it? And it's it, and and the I have to make this clear too. The part of my brain that questions things does not put malice or suggest any other uh, um, ill intent on the part of the the medium or the psychic medium. But I have a question. I, if you do, how can you say it doesn't? Because what then? What is no? Because so you the, think the part... you think they might think they're doing it, but maybe they're not. Yeah, 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 totally. Like I think they, they fully. Why would she? Why would anyone? Do I don't that? think it's. I don't know. Again, these are all things I'm thinking out loud. I'm being uh, honest I know. and unfiltered and thinking out loud. So I I'm know. just processing this as much as anybody else would process this and kind of questioning things and asking. Um, no, I, I, do I think Sandy is scamming people? No, absolutely not. Like, f you'd have to be a sociopathic psychopath to, to, to do that, to be, to be in your living room and you know, give life advice and, and things to people that can drastically change the path of their life. Like, no, I, I do not think, I mean, I'm sure there are, I'm sure there are people that, that are scammers. In every artists. industry, right? In every industry. But for the most part, yeah. I, I would imagine, like to me, that's extra, um, you're an extra shitty person if you use that type of uh, framework to scam people? Well, like, yeah, because scam you're people. taking advantage yeah. of, of people that are vulnerable want and want and, guidance yeah. and want to hear from people that have passed in their lives and so on. So, I also think if you go to a medium, it doesn't mean that you're desperately seeking... Like, you don't have your shit together. You don't know where you're going in life. It's it's just a cool experience. And um, I, I have a question, by the way. Terry T is watching live on YouTube. Morning, Terry T. From YouTube. And says, uh, how was your reading overall? Like... Overall, it was really nice. Uh, it was a good experience. Here's the thing. Being a skeptic has an element of sadness to it. Because a skeptic is not a full-blown denier, right? So you want to believe you're open. So then you have these moments where you go, oh my God, I feel so amazing. And I am communicating with my, my grandparents on the other side and the, my, my spirit guide and so on. And then you have this notion of because you're a skeptic, you go, what if I'm not, and we're just having this moment in in this living room, in this room, and that's it. It doesn't go further than these four walls, and that makes me sad. I go from believing. What do you mean? Well, Why? I go from because I go from believing that I'm talking to my communicating with my grandparents to oh, to, to, the, to them thinking, oh, it's just Sandy and I in a room, and there's nothing past these four walls, and that's a sad feeling to go from ah, I love I'm communicating to nope. So that. The skeptic part is actually, it makes you sad because you go for in one, from one moment to the next, you go, oh my God, this is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And then the next moment you go, this is just, um, you're basically this, you're, it's almost like you equate, <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like you equate it to like counseling. So you go, oh, there's nothing beyond these four walls. And my grandparents, um, I actually have not communicated with them in over 20 plus years. And that makes you sad because you go, oh, and just this past four seconds ago, I was believing it. Now I'm not. That makes me sad. You know, that, that little leap where you go from believing to not to back. Because it's that's what all that's happening in my head through the whole hours back and forth, back and forth. But like, this is amazing too. And even the part that doesn't believe still likes the process of sitting in a room with someone giving you advice and telling you, you know, it's all it's it all comes from a warm place and especially sandy like she's authentic and and honest and i believe her i believe everything she says absolutely and i believe she believes it am i actually communicating with my grandparents that have passed i don't know first of all she is and you're my, not no no i you're no not i am through her that's that's what she says oh. they're communicating to you through me you through me i'm a con oh i thought they would be communicating <laughs> to her and she's relaying well, sort of, but she I kind guess of, it's I mean, we can, right? we, we can ask her to specify, but that's mm -hmm. what the, she said. Like off the top, she kind of gives you the rundown and goes like, I'm a, uh, they're communicating to you through me, them through me to you. So, um, you know, and, uh, and then I would really let myself go and really feel like, oh my God, I'm talking to my, my grandmother. And then, uh, and then my scientifically part of my brain goes, absolutely not you're not and you're just uh having a nice moment with this woman which that's is fine that's too natural that's natural i know but i'm I, again i'm just talking out loud thinking thinking out loud i mean 
So it's just kind of like, uh, I don't know. It was an, uh, an amazing experience. She did say some things that were pretty much on the money, bang on. Other things I had to make the leap there in my head, go, oh, yeah, this could mean that, which I think a lot of a lot of it is that, where people kind of bridge that gap on their on their own when they go, oh, this is kind of this, and you bridge it. And, and sometimes you really want, I just said bridge it, and that reminded me, it's happy birthday. birthday. I would like to wish a happy birthday to my talented and beautiful sister, Bridget. 42 years old. I shouldn't have said her age, I guess, but uh, who cares? Uh, happy birthday, Bridge. Love you. And uh, uh, you're just the best. Um, so, but making like, like that, uh, a lot of people just have to make that bridge because you so want, you so want to communicate with someone or something. And then uh, the medium will give you information that's close enough. So you just, uh, you just so want it. You make that bridge in your head. And, um, but she gave me great life advice, career advice. She gave me uh, um, the overall theme of the hour that I saw uh, sat with her. And we can talk about exact specifics. She has these new cards. They're not tarot cards. I don't know what they are. We'll have to ask her. But she's got these new cards. It's a new way of doing readings. It's an additional way, just an added thing. And so she, she picked a card for me and, and it had a message on it that said, patience is a virtue. And, um, when she, when I, when I first sat down, she said, I actually got a message about you today that was, you know, um, and it was along the lines of patience is a virtue. And then I pulled that card card and that is a recurring theme in my life. I am a very, not that I'm impatient, but 15 years into my comedy career, I really feel I should be uh, further along and so on. Like if, you know. If you told me 15 years ago, December 6th, 2006, when I started stand-up comedy, if you told me it's going to take... I can't believe you remember the exact day. Of course. If you go, uh, if you told me it'll take 15 plus years to start headlining, making good money, all this, I would have been like, well, that's psychotic. I'm not going to do that. And so doing it, being in this profession for so long... Like I told Sandy this, I go, well, yeah, that, that is kind of a recurring theme in my life because 15 years ago, if you asked me where are you going to be in 15 years, I would have said, oh, I'll be a household name, I'll be in movies, I'll be in t on TV shows, I'll be like a big, huge, uh, well-known celebrity. And then 15 years later, you go, oh, I'm a, like a, a new headliner <laughs> that no one knows. It's uh, And then the fact that this is an industry where there's no rhyme or reason for anything. You see people that have started so long after you just skyrocket past. Exceptions. I mean, not... It's not most people not, Yeah, most yeah. people know, but you have seen some people, you know, skyrocket and, the, the you know, the uh, the phenoms. And and so that gets to you and you compare yourself and so on. So I said, absolutely, that is a, a recurring theme in my life where... I'm impatient and I want success and I'm kind of bitter and cynical and I've grown grown into that and I and I don't hide that. I talk about it on the podcast openly and uh you know, so this was kind of a theme where my spirit guides and my grandparents would kept saying like just take your time. Uh you know, time is it was kind of like a time is on your side. And, and if you are too impatient, you'll miss opportunities that you, you, you know, you'll be closed off to certain opportunities and, and miss certain things. So, and it was I good. I think many of us struggle with that. I know I did too. Like I do all the time, but I remember feeling that way too. I remember, I remember earlier on in my career feeling like, why am I not getting certain things? And I've had a really good career. It, I I think it's that you're an ambitious person. So am I, you're not happy just being where you're at, which is a good thing. But on the other hand, you have to enjoy the journey. So it's like this balance all the I time know, of but like wanting more, but also being happy in your journey because the happier, the more acceptance you are for where you are and being present is like a really awesome vibe. And no. that's like good vibes. It's like, Good vibes attract other good things. So if you're like angry, frustrated and, and not, you know, we all know comics like that. I'm not saying you're like that because you're not, but like. I am. No, not Angry, all, frustrated? Not pretty much. Not all the time though. Because for 15 years in, I really, really don't have any credits. Like many Not credits. true. Well. Not true. Okay, name them. Uh, for, for 15 years in, I mean. Well. Think about what you had done 15 years in. Everything. Everything. 
I haven't. I've never done. I haven't done one major festival, or but that doesn't matter. I, I don't want to get into that. That's not like what this is about. It's about. But I do think also you haven't. Yeah, yeah. Let's not get into that. But I, I feel like I was maybe one different thing, and I could be wrong. You can correct me on this if you want. But I was like obsessively submitting myself. Like I was annoyingly submitting myself and I auditioning submit, I for everything. I submit every year. I submit every year to every festival. But okay. I don't think you have every single year. Yeah. Well, the last at least four or five. Okay. Well, that's different. <coughs> I know. Everybody's, I mean. I mean, come on. <sighs> well, no, but it's, you know. No, but bef- I did that like. I'm just saying that I was annoying about it. Like yeah. I, I was obsessed with submitting and auditioning and da, 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 all the time. Like I was like a greasy, uh, what do you call that? Squeaky wheel. Mm. Like I would say six, six years in, I started doing that and I was annoying. So maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but, but only about three years later, nine years in, you had already done everything. I don't know. When I met you, you were nine years into comedy and you, you had already done everything. Comedy Now, Halifax, Winnipeg, Just for Laughs, Debater, like literally everything to entertain the troops. I don't know. I know. That's what I mean. It's insanely frustrating. And so this was kind of the theme of yeah, my is. reading. Um, and at one point, Sandy's like, you're going to be very successful in three to five years. And that was so depressing. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So 20 years in this business. Oh, I thought she said five. Said three to five. Why didn't you tell me the three part? I don't because all I heard was five, and I just because three to five is still. Yeah, but you're already really successful right now. Define and also also everybody's journeys are different. I know, but define really successful. Um, you have own a house and a cottage. Oh, sorry. So that I'm sorry about the mic levels there, but that's a compliment to you because you made me laugh, and I didn't think to pull away. But um, you own a house and a cottage, and you work consistently, and you're headlining. Do you know how many comedians have? I know, but I define success as just straight fucking money, like a shit ton of money. Like a sp- yeah, and you, you have a ha- house and a cottage, Jordan. How many people do you know have a house and a cottage? Not a lot. Especially, especially as a comedian. No. There you go. Well, yeah, that's true. I guess. I, I guess I see this, but this no, again, it's so go- true. It's so true. This goes yeah. back to and my. You're so funny. Oh my god, you're so funny, and everybody like I, I know this isn't boost uh, Julian hour, but like it is. It's no, the but a name of the podcast. But like you know how. When, even when you're a little kid and you have growth spurts, it's like everybody, Jordan's bang on. Everybody has a different journey and everybody grows at a different level. And I know that's a really, it sounds like a cliche, but it's actually true. Like I remember at one point I was the shortest kid in the whole entire school when I was in grade seven. <laughs> I know. And then, and then I grew to be like, now I'm, um, I'm above average height. I'm five, eight, but I was like, I was the shortest kid in the entire school and that's a physical spurt. But like, and I remember being on a showcase on audition and, uh, and it was just four comedians auditioning for comedy now, which is this half hour or hour special on uh, comedy network. And all three of the other comedians got the comedy now. And I didn't. Yeah. That would, that would be uh, <laughs> all <laughs> three, except for me. And I remember thinking, I'm never auditioning for that again. They're not ever going to get me. Like, not get me, get me. I mean, they're never going to be able to book me. I was so mad. I was like, and then they asked me to audition the next year. And I was like, I don't even want to. Got my nose out of But imagine, like, looking back, it's that that age-old saying in comedy, you can always be, you can be too soon for an opportunity, but never too late. Imagine you would have actually booked it when you wanted it. Same. I, aud- I still I still would have done a good job, but I did better the next oh, year. Oh fuck! I auditioned for Millen, who was the comedy now booker three years in, and I was I remember it was at Yuck Yucks, uh, then it and Yuck Yucks on Elgin had just opened and had moved from Albert. It was like one of the fr- Millen came and I was like, I thought I'm like, yeah, if I don't book this, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And looking back, ah. three years in, I was horrific. I mean, like like so, not horrific in the way that you're bombing all the time, but in the way that not you're the way so, it represents like no, but you're eh? so green. Yeah. Like you, you know, th- you, you when you watch a comic that's three years in, 
they might get the job done, like people are laughing, but you can tell watching, you go, this is a new comic, just like the the, the manners, just the way they do, yeah. you know, the way you, you move on stage, talk on stage three years in, it's so obvious to someone with experience that this person does not know what they're doing yet, even yeah. though they're getting laughs. But I remember, so that I was like, if I don't get it, he doesn't know what he's doing. He, he's like bad at his job. I leg- legitimately thought <laughs> I job. was like the next best gift to the comedy network. And uh, looking back, I mean, just insanity. Mm-hmm. But you kind of you kind of need that insanity and that delusion to keep moving forward in comedy because it is so hard and and uh, insane. That's true. I mean. Hey, we have a couple questions here. Can Go I? Ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. So uh, also, I want to just mention that uh, we have an after show because I just want to mention that now because mm. ho- I'm, I'm really hoping that Sandy has uh, 15 minutes to join us in the after show. We didn't we, ask. We didn't we'll ask, ask her, her, but we're hoping. Uh, we have Patreon. You pay a little bit extra to see. Um, Patreon.com slash JD show pod. And I'll put the link in here shortly. Uh, you can join us to support our show, see exclusive content. We're planning on this. We're in baby stages of it right now, but we're planning on giving away things. But we still have like exciting. nine episodes up there. But what were oh, we going to yeah. say about that? Yeah. You're, well, we remember? have comments. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Go ahead. So uh, Terry T, like I said, is watching live on YouTube. And uh, they say that's freaky that that specific message came up, though. The one about the patients, I'm assuming. Yep. Maybe it's like your lesson in this life. Look, I act. Uh, look, whether or not I truly, wholeheartedly believe I was communicating with my grandparents, I still got a lot out of it. It was still a, a reminder of those things of like, you know, don't compare yourself. Patience is a virtue. Everyone hits their stride at different points, and if you're too impatient, you'll miss opportunities. And just pay attention, and s- because if you don't, you'll miss things. If you're too harp harping on this one thing, you'll you'll miss all. So it was like a recurring theme and she nailed it. She nailed some specific things about people in my life. Yeah. Uh, she talked about my mom who's, who's very much alive and well, but she nailed everything about my mom. Like, you know, she, there's a few things, my brother, my new, my newly discovered brother, Mike, Mike uh, Plume, Mike Plume, who, who have told the story two years ago is coming up on two years in August. I discovered I have a new brother and he's my best man at the wedding and so on. And he's great. An, an incredible musician. And that's the out. thing with uh, mediums. They pick up on energies from uh, people on the earth plane, as they refer to it, alive and and also that have crossed over. So y- you can get not necessarily messages, but just energy readings from people in your life that are, are alive and and uh, she described my brother to a T and, and all this. So like she, a lot of stuff was was bang on. I just and again, I don't think any of her. Um, I, I don't believe for one second any part of there's no malice at all or any ill intent on Sandy's uh, thing. And, and she has a backstory that's uh, crazy. Like she, you know, she died twice and that's how she you know, tuned into this gift and so on. So, you know, there's there's a lot to it, but... um, Can I tell you some more comments? Yeah, go ahead, comments. You're going to like these comments. By the way, just a quick second. This has been a boost Julian's confidence and self-esteem. Go well, ahead, You Jenny. don't even realize about what's coming your way right now. Okay. Um, Laura says, as a rule, we are our own worst critic. I can only imagine how frustrating that is in the in- entertainment industry. And Terry... Incidentally, they're both watching live on YouTube. Terry says, I mean, I'm a doctor who has worked for three years and I still don't even own a house or a car. Dude, you got this. And then Laura said, and and he's so hot. Did I just cross the line there? Sorry. <laughs> Who's Laura? Then, Laura, <laughs> Laura, 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 Laura? No, Laura Stewart. And then Terry said, oh, Laura, Laura, okay. yes, Laura, Laura, he is very hot. LOL. Sorry. <laughs> Who said that? Terry? Terry. <laughs> oh, the good doctor. <laughs> Uh, Terry, what kind of doctor are you? And um, I appreciate you saying you don't have a, a car. Oh, am I? Yeah. I appreciate, Terry, you saying you don't have a car, but if you take your 10-year average income... Your f- okay. Let, let's compare Terry's first 10 years in uh, medicine and my first 10 years in comedy. Um, Listen, it's 1033. Well, she's going to... Oh, she is... Uh, okay, she's in the waiting room, so should we uh, yeah, admit her? Yeah, let's go for it. Let's All go right. for it, because we want to keep tight on our schedule, right? Pay... Aim for a Patreon at 11 if we can. Yes. 11.05. Yeah. 
Yeah. We're, and then uh, then that way it'll give people if they want some extra and Sandy's yep. able to join us. It's. I love it. So, yeah, let's just uh, go to her then uh, right away. We're very thrilled to have her on. As I mentioned, I think she's one of two people in the Three Timers Club to ever appear in our show for the third time. The one, the only, the magnificent Sandy Harmer, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, oh, thank you. How are you, Sandy? So good to see you again. I'm great. Good. Hi, we're, Sandy. We were just talking about my reading and um, how great it was. And uh, I really enjoyed it. And as you say, good. and as you know, uh, I've talked about how before I'm a skeptic, but uh, it was really, really just a nice, uh, warm, fun experience. And you uh, got a lot from it. And you actually also were really bang on on a lot of stuff. And uh, I can I guess my point is, whether you're a skeptic or not, um, go see Sandy, and it'll just um, change either change your mind, or regardless, it's all positive. It's all uh, a positive experience. Um, anyway, so so thanks again for being on the show, and uh, there's Welcome. a lot. There's um, yes, yeah, so I, I I don't know what. Uh, oh, sorry, I just have to adjust uh, Jen's camera real quick here. Um. So yeah, so just just for people that may not have um, listened to the first your first two appearances, Sandy, would you mind uh, giving a quick backstory of how you you discovered your gift and how you kind of um, came into this line of work and about you uh, passing away twice? Just oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's. I know that's a loaded question, but just for just for anybody that uh, may, maybe has not seen our last yes. two episodes. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and and thanks for coming in, to, uh, Julian, too. I really enjoyed giving the reading to you, and um, the spirits were uh, really welcoming you, and um, I think it came from you saying to me afterwards that you were open. You were totally open, yes. and that's the key. That's the key. <clears throat> so in terms of how I got started in this, um, well, gee whiz. Um, my mom was a psychic. Uh, of course, back in those days, uh, we didn't call it that. And we just knew that she was able to see things uh, uh, with her physical eye. She would see spirits. She would see and she'd know things ahead of time. And at that time, we kind of called her a witch uh, jokingly because we didn't have the terminology then. And I really believe that, uh, you know, that gift of her being open minded and believing that there's something beyond the physical world um, from my early, early childhood, that was part of my life. So it was just like a normal event that my mom would see things. She'd come and say, you know, what she saw. And then I also remember as a child um, having this, what we call now a knowing. Um, I would know when people were going to be somewhere or do something. And I can also remember a certain situation when I was, I think, probably about seven or eight years old, maybe. And I remember being above, like playing with someone, but then all of a sudden being above and watching both me and this other wow. child playing. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. But I thought everybody could do that. So I didn't really, really, you know, it was just like I didn't really talk about it until, you know, when I talk about myself and my my uh, how I got to where I am today. And, um, you know, another experience that I had was in my early 20s when I moved here to Ottawa and I was walking with a friend of mine and her name is Anna and I said to her, you know, I, I keep wanting to call you Catherine. Like every time I go to say Anna, it's like Catherine. And we, she stopped. We were, we were walking our, your children with the carriages and that. And she stopped and she looked at me and she said, that's my name. My name is Catherine Ann, but I've never used that's great. Uh, wow. Catherine, right? Mm -hmm. And then the same thing happened about her brother. I wanted to call her brother her brother, uh, her brother's name is Dave. And I said, okay, this is going to sound crazy, but I want to call him Peter. And yeah. she said, oh my God, not again. She said, his name is Peter, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so just, just little things like that. Mm -hmm. And then, um, going to, uh, people to have readings when I might, my twenties and thirties, uh, they, they were card readings though. And people would say, you know, you should be on the other side here. You can read people. And I'm going like, what, what are you talking about? And then I just started 
thinking, well, maybe I can, maybe I can. (laughs) And then it just started with that. That's basically how it happened. And then um, Julian had asked you, because uh, this story, I have told people this story uh, a bunch of times about you dying twice and then coming back. Yes. And that, yes. you know, one thing I can say, I mean, geez, you go, it's such a positive experience. Like, a, like no matter what, you're going to come away. F- if you go and see Sandy, you're going to come away with something, a nugget of something that kind of, gives you a boost for the rest of the day and possibly even the week or month or, you know, uh, for a while. One of the things that I came away with f- from seeing you was um, a-, a comforting feeling and less scared of death. And I remember yes. asking you that directly. I said, you must not be scared of, de- of death because you told me your stories of, of dying and and coming back. Uh-huh. And, and I mean, I really, truly, it's not just that I thought it, I felt less scared about death. Oh, beautiful. Yes. And I mean, I certainly don't, I mean, I don't want to die. I'm not ready to go yet, but um, I I certainly don't have that fear. And I think that that's a human experience that, that we're taught very early on that it's, it's this, uh, you know, horrifying experience, but it's all part of, you know, like our soul is, we are energy, we're pure energy. And so our soul never dies. And so all we're doing, it's a transition into another part of our life. And we, we, we talk about we are spiritual beings uh, here on the earth plane having a human experience. And if we, t- we start thinking that way, rather than saying we're human beings, oh, I really like to have a spiritual experience. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's the very opposite. So it's, you know, this ex- spiritual experience here on the earth plane, it's um, learning the lessons on the earth plane. But I don't know. Do you want me to talk about the the, the near death experiences? Absolutely. Is that something? Yeah, it's a great story. Sure. Okay. Well, my my first experience was when I was 13 years old, and I was uh, water skiing. I was in a water skiing accident, and uh, the um, life jacket was pulling me down, and I couldn't get up. And I remember just the feeling of the pressure against my face. I mean, because it was the water coming on my face. So, and it was my dad driving and the the person who was supposed to be watching was inexperienced and she wasn't watching. She didn't tell him I had gone down. So he didn't know. And I felt the pressure on my face. And then all of a sudden I just had this kind of like warm sinking feeling. And I could feel like, you know, arms wrapping around me and, at the time, I'm 13, so I this happened very quickly. But it's it's kind of a it sounds like a long story, but I mean it happened within you know a, a minute probably or less than a minute. And I knew I was drowning. I knew I was drowning, and I remember saying to myself, "I'm drowning." And then it was like this acceptance. Yes, but it's okay. It's very warm feeling. At that moment of that thought there was a woman's voice who screamed in my right ear and she was saying, get up, you're drowning. And I remember saying, no, you know, this feels really calm. This is very peaceful. And all of a sudden I just felt myself going forward really, really, really fast. And it was, there was, I did see a light ahead of me and I I knew I was traveling towards that light and it was almost like a round door frame, like a a door that was rounded. And I couldn't really see people. I know that people who have a near-death experience actually see people. All I saw was like, um, I would say an outline of white, but they were like um, individual people. And the colors that were coming at me were absolutely magnificent. These are colors. I can't, like I said to you, Jen, I can't even explain these colors. And I, to this day, I can't explain these colors. And they were coming at me so fast. And I knew I was going and I wanted to go. And this voice screamed at me again. And she just said, get up. You're drowning. Get up now. And as she did, everything just stopped. um, And I just went was flown up into the water and came came out of the water screaming did someone pull you out how did you how were you able to all of a sudden get out well what happened was the life jacket and i'm really dating myself but that's okay i'm old i'm okay (laughs) were the life jacket in in those days they were like a pillow like a gray pillow which is in front of you and behind you 
and uh, the life jacket from the pressure of the water split the life jacket open. Okay, okay. And I believe that's what, with the help of what I now believe to be an angel, this woman's voice pulled me up out of the water. Interesting. And it's interesting yeah. how you say that you wanted to go. Uh, I've heard that. Oh. Bef- I've heard. I've heard that before of people that have had near death experiences where, in the moment, they're like, "I don't want to go back to the earth plane. I just because c- it seems so much better." Yeah, and I've also well, heard like whenever babies are born, they come like, um, you know, when they're born, they don't want to be born. Almost like that's a new world. And then when you know what I mean, you're going back. It's like you're going back home. It's like. Not home, but yeah, kind of. And it's like, it is home. This is all we consciously know right now, unless you're, um, you know, more in tune and like you are Sandy, but like a lot of us just know this, we know our family, we know our earth, we know that everything here. So we feel like we're losing something. But then I remember hearing Sharon Stone of all people talk about her near death experience. And she said, you know, I always thought that heaven the spirit world was so far, like somewhere else. And she said, it's right here. She said, it's when she, when she died and came back, she said it was right here. And I was like, Whoa, that gave me goosebumps. So I was like, makes sense. It's not like we tend to think it's like beyond the clouds and the, in the sky or something, but it's like, (laughs) it's all here. But so like, I mean, it just feels like we're always here. It's just, we don't always have this body, like the body ages, the body will die but we don't yeah what do you think you think that's right absolutely and i mean if you take a look at ourself and um we have many layers of ourself and and we we talk about this when we talk about an aura and we have our physical body right here where we can touch and then about two to three feet outside our own physical body there's another layer which is the physical layer and then beyond that is the mental layer or sorry, emotional layer, then the mental layer, and then the spiritual layer. So we have this aura, which is the, and also called an energy field. Okay. And it can, it can be, okay. So maybe eight, eight feet, but those um, people who really start tuning in to our higher self and really looking at our spiritual self, that aura becomes, or that energy field becomes larger and larger and larger. And just to give you an example of your energy field, um, and I, I use this example because it's the easiest one that people can relate to. Uh, you're driving in your car and all of a sudden, you, you know, you're looking forward or you might be a passenger. You look forward and you turn to your left or your right. And just as you do that, the person in the car besides you, they turn and look at you as well. That The exact precise moment. Mm-hmm. And you go like, why are they looking at me? Why was I looking at them? What happened was your energy fields connected right. and you were drawn to that energy of that person. And that's why you turned at the exact moment they turned to you because they were drawn to your energy. So what do you, do you think? So our energies are almost like a mind of its own. Like we don't know our energies are connecting with other energies. Well, <laughs> mind of our own. Um, or whatever. We, we like, to- Yeah. <laughs> Like, for instance, you know, uh, I meet Julian and when I met Julian, I was I really liked him right away and I wanted to connect with him. Is that is that me, Jennifer? Is that sometimes I'm not aware of my own energy liking his energy? It's both. It's both. So so what happens with our energy, for instance, um, um, a thought, we think a thought. And this is why we need to be so careful with our thoughts, because we're putting our thoughts out to the universe. All right. And whether we want them to to manifest, we, you know, that's why we try to keep in that positive frame. So the energy moves in and out. It just doesn't stay in the physical part or the emotional or the mental. It moves in and out. So also, this is another reason why we need to train ourselves on the physical level to think positively, because if we're always in that field of thinking, oh, my God, this is terrible. This is going to happen. You know, like I'm not going to get the job. And if I go and meet this person, she's not going to like me or he's not going to like me. So what are you doing? I mean, you're putting that thought out there. So that's in the mental field of your aura. And that comes back into your physical because it floats back and forth, right? Energy is, is free floating. You can't, you can't destroy it. That's why we can't destroy our spirit. Um, And so 
that energy, that might be what you project when you meet someone. If you're like, you can meet someone and they can tell, they'll say, it's okay, relax, relax. And you're not saying anything, you're not doing anything, but the, the aura, that energy is being projected out there. So you and Julian, I mean, you, you felt his energy as being very positive in your, in your mind. You're saying, this is somebody I'd really like to get to know. Right. Mm -hmm. And he more than likely, I don't know, Julian was probably thinking, this is somebody I'd like to get to know. Yep. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So it moves back and forth. (laughs) Uh, Cool. We have uh, at some point, I don't know if you have a question, Jules, but I do have Mm. some comments, but whenever you're ready for it. Yeah. Okay. So everybody's loving this, uh, Sandy. We have lots of people watching live, and they're uh, we always you're a popular person to have on the show all the time. So Laura says uh, she's watching live on YouTube, and she says, um, "How can you best support a friend who is struggling with loss and who hasn't yet grasped the possibility of a continuing a psychic connection with their loved one?" Wow, loaded, loaded question. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> psychologically, I think she needs to, you know, be able to talk about the loss and, and, and the grief and understand the, the, you know, the, there's, there's the steps of when we lose someone, okay, there's the shock, and then there's the denial, and then, and then the anger, and the bargaining, and then the acceptance. And so she really needs to be in that acceptance stage before uh, she could actually sort of go somewhere else with her thought processing okay so first of all i'd strongly recommend that she join a bereavement group so that she could share with others who are going through the same emotional um, uh, thoughts and feelings that she is and then laura how can you support her um you know the only thing that you can do is maybe share your experiences that you have in terms of uh, your understanding of spirituality, your understanding of, you know, we're just uh, an energy being uh, on the earth plane. And you mentioned Jen about going home. And yes, when we, when we transition over to the other world, when we pass over, we are going home because that's where we started. And, um, you know, maybe some uh, books that she might uh, read. Uh, James von Prague has a lot of really good books on uh, transitioning and the afterlife. And there's there's so many other authors. Uh, uh, my favorite is Wayne Dyer and, of course, James von Prague, of course. And there's so many authors out there that, uh, you know, just reading stories uh, from other people as well would be a really good help for her. Oh, that's great. Um, I, I I always try to remind people, and this is something that I'd want to know, is that your loved one wouldn't want you to be sad for too long. Like if people love you, they don't want you to miss them and to like dwell on that too long. Like obviously we're going to feel sad for a while. That's a natural, heal, you know, process. But, right. you know, if I, for instance, if I died, knock on wood, I wouldn't want people who... Um, loved me to just be sad all the time except for julian i want him to be single forever single. But, um, sad or single is that a freudian slip or i know if i if i i if i left i want i don't want you dating anybody just kidding just joking okay so let me just say this um, and, when, and, when spirit comes in if, if we if we do if, it was if, a joke, guys. if something does happen to you uh sandy if we do have a consultation just uh, keep my dating life private from jen's oh! spirit <laughs> julian my energy okay. is not connecting with your energy as much right now my energy okay. is mad at so, your energy so they're always private readings all right so you know um okay now i forgot what i was going to say uh, yes okay so when spirits come in um first of all i want everyone to know who is listening that when we transition over and so those people that we've lost just know that they're very happy okay they're, this is this is when i connect with individuals and they want to connect with like um Julian, when, you know, a spirit came in and they wanted the people in your life wanted to talk to you, they projected themselves as being very happy, very peaceful and letting you know, this is what I'm doing. This is what I did on the earth plane. So, you know, it's really them. And then they were talking about, um, you know, what they were doing 
when they crossed over. Mm. So that that's the most important thing. And you're right. You're right, Jen. I mean, they they don't want us to keep on grieving. But I mean, it's a normal process. We have to grieve. That's right. really important. We I, have to allow ourselves yeah. to grieve. I feel like I, I would struggle with feeling a little guilty for loving life when somebody's gone. You know what I mean? If you really love someone, I think that's, I would feel like, oh, am I allowed to enjoy life? Like I, I would have like, I could picture myself having, because po- I haven't had to deal with grief a lot in my life, but like I would picture myself having like pockets of joy and being like, oh, I should be sad actually. Cause if I'm happy, then that means I didn't love them. That's not true, but it's like, you know, I can see how that could be a hard thing. It, you know, what you're saying is very true and it's very normal. Yeah. That is a very normal feeling uh, that, oh, my God, you know, my sister's passed away and here I am, you know, in, on an island having a great time exactly. and, and she's gone. So what I'm going to say for anybody who's listening, if they have that and just know that it's normal, then just replace that thought was, wait a minute, she can see me having a great time and she's with me here in spirit. Mm. So right. that just helps you knowing, and, and they are, I mean, they do see things. That's how I can tell you uh, things about your life because <laughs> that I don't have a clue about until spirit comes in and tells me. So they are here with us. So just, just know that. Do you ever have a reading, Sandy, where the spirits are not happy, where they're or maybe in distress or, or I don't know. Is there, is it, are, are the spirits always um, so happy and content? Okay, so, you know, I've had spirits come in who um, want forgiveness. All right. Um, I had this is quite a long many years ago, I had a gentleman step into this woman's uh, energy. And he was coming in and he was like putting his foot, I could see him physically, right? And he put his foot just sort of forward, and then he back up. And then he'd put his foot forward and he back, he would back up. And I knew that he was very, the feeling I got was that he was ashamed or was very uh, fearful of coming to her. So I said to the woman, I said, I have a male energy coming in right now. And I feel that he's coming in uh with a bit of fear, that's the sensation I'm getting. Uh, he's not sure that you want to hear from him. And she, she looked at me and she said, who is it? And I said, it's your dad. And she said, I don't want to hear from him. Whoa. I want nothing to do with him. Wow. Okay. So I just said, the, the, the spirit nodded to me and, he, and, and I just said, all right. I, and he disappeared. And I said, I just believe your father was coming back. Um, telling you that he wanted forgiveness or he please forgive me. Wow. Yeah. So that, that, that would be the only kind of negative uh, one that would come in where a spirit has passed over and is coming back to try and just say to the person, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Right. Mm. Uh, where they weren't so uh, happy and elated, but there was, yeah, an underlining yeah. Um, mm. some, some past issues there. And um do, do you have people that, um, I mean, obviously, I think I've asked you this before, but do you have skeptics? I mean, because you are in a very scrutinized uh, line of work where, where people try to, uh, I don't know, especially people that really don't believe that try to almost maliciously, uh, you know, prove you wrong or tra- trap you or try to say, does that ever happen where people try to kind of get gotcha, kind of try to <laughs> trick you or something like that just to prove... I don't know. What. Well, you know, I, I, most people that I have come to readings are open because they really want to connect with someone who's passed over or they want to know something about their life journey and what's going to happen. Um, if, if there's like, the thing is, it's a communication. Mm-hmm. So it's um, a message. The messages are coming through. And I said this to you, uh, Julian, on Friday, that the messages coming through from spirit, which is the person who's crossed over uh, through spirit, which is me to spirit, which is you. 
And so it's a, it's a communication. And it's the same idea where um, I prefer people to record the reading rather than write it down, because yes. it's like the spirit is coming in and it takes their energy to come in. It takes my energy to connect with them. Mm-hmm. All right. And so they're they're wanting to be heard. So if if they might see you writing all this stuff down, they go, well, you know, if you're communicating with Jen and she's busy writing things down all the time, you're you're thinking, well, she's not even she's not listening to me. Right. So um, spirit, I always say at the beginning, um, we need to be open. We need to be open to to whatever's going to happen. Uh, there's nothing to be afraid of whatsoever. And I just say, like, I will try my best to bring spirits in that you might want to connect with and but i can't guarantee it right i can't guarantee it um now having said that i really haven't had a spirit not come in yet that someone wanted to connect with and you know if they they're coming to me and they're wanting to show me you show me prove to me I don't do anything. All I do is listen. I'm I'm the vehicle. I'm the channel. So I'm not I'm not going to go into a reading saying, "Oh my god, I'm going to be judged here because it's it's my it's my spirit." Right? right? So and spirit um always want the best for everyone. The best for me, the best for the person, the the receiver who's receiving the reading. So they're going to come in and they're going to come in and they're going to say something that the person is going to go, how on earth did she know that? Yeah. Right. And, and I mean, and they can walk away and they can say to themselves, well, maybe she knew somebody that I know then they told them and <laughs> whatever, you know, um, it is what it is. So, you know, I'm, I'm doing these readings so that spirit has the opportunity because I'm, you know, we're opening the channels for them to come in because, and then, and then I'm just hoping that the person will walk away with exactly what they wanted to hear. Hmm. Yeah. There's some more questions here. Yeah, go ahead. Anytime. Yeah, you sure? Yeah, of course. All right. So, um, do you see, uh, Wendy's watching live on YouTube wants to know if you see auras. Yes, yes, I can. Now, um, it, it it's kind of a training of the eye, and I have to kind of like move my physical eye and almost blur it in order to see mm-hmm. around. Okay. So, Jen, right now I can see you. So just above your head right now, and I know there's a picture above your head, but you have like, um, it's like a, a, a blue color, a blue color. Oh, All right, which mean? is uh, almost the throat chakra, hmm. and it's just around uh, your um, your head right now. So, if I was to see what I would say to you, seeing this, what I am going to say to you is the blue is the throat chakra, which is uh, your your speech, your truth, your talking. It also means that you'd be very good at teaching if the blue comes through. Now, the other thing about auras is it's it's going to change. Right. You know, depending on our mood, depending on what we're doing. So it makes sense you're blue because you're right now, because of what you're doing, you're teaching other people. They're listening, they're hearing, they're learning, right? right. So that makes perfect sense. Not surprised. Um, but at any given day, the auras will change depending on what's going on in your life, what you're thinking. Interesting. Kind of I'm also speaking for people right now who are... Um, you know, making comments. So maybe that's, and I am a speaker and a comedian too. So that probably makes okay. sense. Yeah. Makes um, sense. So do you ever, ever have someone Sandy that walks in and you, you just see black, <laughs> <laughs> just a black aura. Julian, so you, they, that was one of the reasons you were a bit nervous. Eh, to go like, yeah. you're like, what, what is she going to see? Am I awful? Like I th- I've always had this fear, like for years of going to a, a medium and they're where they're just like, <laughs> I can't do this. You have to go. I don't, I, your money's no good here. I don't want any of your money. Just go now. I can't. I'm like, what did you see? No, I haven't. I'm sorry. I haven't seen that. So it's, it's generally pretty all positive experiences. Like people are happy to connect, whether they're on the spirit side or on the earth plane side and, and even auras like gen, generally speaking, it's, it's positive. Yeah. You know, when when um, when spirit comes in, now I'm going to say like it's, you know, we as um, 
mediums, it's very important that our person who has a reading with us, they leave going away, like Jen said earlier, feeling positive, feeling joy, feeling happy. And so now there's going to be times that we will receive messages um, about the person. Maybe it's a part of their body, like we may see... um, you know, there's an issue with their stomach and or a heart or something like that. And so, you know, what I teach my students, it's it's in your wording as well. So, you know, if I was to receive message like, you know, this person is heading for a heart attack, I certainly wouldn't say that. Right. But just uh, show them that, you know, spirit's showing me your heart area and just maybe, you know, take take a look at um the stress in your life, maybe you're, I, you may be experiencing stress right now, or your diet or something like that, just right. making sure that they're aware that, okay, I better check on this. Yeah, you helped me with something with that. It was huge for me. And the way that you worded okay. it was like, it made me change. I, it really changed me. It wasn't just because you said, don't eat wheat. Uh, wheat is compromising your immune system. And I and I thought, oh, the way you said that, I'm like, okay, yeah, exactly. Why would I eat it? It's like, because I think you tend to think, oh, this just makes my stomach hurt. I don't want to eat it uh, or I'll avoid it. But but you think, oh, if I don't eat it, I'll avoid stomach pain. But really, ultimately, if something is not digesting properly in your body, uh-huh. you are c- compromising your immune system because it has to focus on that instead of keeping you strong, yada, yada, yada. But it really did help me. Um, I I okay. really want to ask this uh, question from someone before because we're probably going to wrap up soon, eh? We're going to wrap and we'll do, Sandy, yeah. if you have an extra five, ten minutes, uh, would you be open to doing the after show with us we, on Patreon? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. So, so we're just going to, uh, yeah, go through a couple of those questions, Jen, then we'll wrap up the regular it's show. Then we'll switch to over to the after up show. With Sandy though, eh? There's I like, know, I, I always talk, have a million I, questions it's, for and you. And it also flies by it's talking to her. It's such interesting content. Like we should just have a monthly Sandy segment. You know? Sandy, I have a quick question. Actually, I'll save it for the after yes. show. I've okay. Got, I'll save my question for the after okay. show. I'm going to write it down. Okay. So I know Wendy is a Patreon member and she will be there. Wendy, I'm going to ask the question you have here in Patreon because um, I'm going to get to uh, one more question here and then, and then, okay. So uh, first of all, someone is watching live on um, Facebook right now. And she says, I just recently accepted myself as being a medium and it's definitely something to navigate. That was more just a comment in general, I can imagine. Uh-huh. Um, Good ter- for her. Congratulations. Yeah. Terry, uh, Terry T, like I mentioned earlier, live on YouTube, he's watching, um, says I have been single for 10 years can't seem to find any guy for me in brackets. I'm a guy. Can she tell me what's up with that? I mean, I'm wondering if it is like fated for me to be single, LOL. Oh, wow. Okay, Terry. You know, I think that sometimes we, we think we're ready when we're really not. And so um, I'm going to use the word open again and just put that intention out uh, to the universe and just say, um, you know, I am open to receive uh, a, a soulmate or a person to come into my life. And um, basically just sort of repeating, you know, I surrender. I surrender to what is on my, for what is on my life path for this person that is coming into my life. So you're saying it very positive, like I'm open to receive this person coming into my life. I love that. Not saying... Oh God, when am I ever going to meet anybody? I love that. It, that has a wee bit of a negative connotation to it. So just put it in the positive and the, that it's happening. It's happening. And would you say that, that yeah, I'm sure that that will help, but I mean, no one's fated to be single for the rest of their life. Like no, no one is fated. Yeah, exactly. And I no. feel like wouldn't no. that go with the whole energy thing too, right? That you were talking about earlier. Like if you send that energy yeah. out, you know. Um, like I, I'm open on all that, that that's going to affect your energy, which would connect and attract other energy. I imagine. Yeah. And, and as human beings, we don't do well in isolation. We really don't. And we're meant to be with other people and it, it doesn't matter. You know, some people have a really large crowd of people that they connect with family, friends, and, and smaller. And it doesn't really matter how many is in that sort of group of yours. It's that we need to be with others bottom line Mm -hmm. 
I love it. I love that too. Can you remind <laughs> us again of the Patreon address? I want to make sure I have it. It's uh... yes. Head on over to Patreon.com/slash/JDShowPod. We do an after show after every each and every episode. Uh, it's fun. The gloves come off. It's exclusive content, uh, not available anywhere else, but on Patreon.com/slash/JDShowPod. We and it's do not expensive. Seven bucks a month or eight bucks a month, something like that. Um, it's a great way to support the show and to get bonus content. If you go now on patreon.com slash jdshowpod, you'll see we've got eight or nine already after shows up there. We have Peter Anthony. We've done Mariah Orioko segments. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it it's, is fun. Um, the gloves come off and uh, yeah. VIP section. VIP. So let's do that right now. Actually, before we do, can all three of us just look into your camera and smile for the yes. thumbnail? <laughs> There you go. Um, great. And uh, so for our regular listeners, let me ju- actually, let me just, uh, whoops, whoops. Um, for our regular listeners, listeners, we'll be back on Wednesday. Um, and what is wrong with you that you're not subscribing to Patreon? Um, let's, uh, all right. Uh, this is what I was looking for. There we go. So I want to thank uh, Sandy Harmer. Again, I'm just uh, close. I'm just closing out the regular show. Our, our after show is going to continue. Okay. Thank you, everybody. And uh, uh, Sandy, for our uh, regular show listeners, can you uh, drop your uh, social media? Or how can people find you? Yes, they can go on my website, which is inspiringinnerawakenings.ca. Inspiringinnerawakenings.ca. She's yeah. phenomenal. Check her out. She will uh, go see her. What else can we say? Oh, and also, Sandy is uh, located in the Ottawa area, but she does Zoom uh, oh, yeah, readings. Good point. So good. I think that's really important for people to understand that, Sandy, you feel equal about it, right? Like live or Zoom works. It's 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 fine either way. I mean, Sandy just saw my aura through the yeah. through the Zoom. I that, that's, that is interesting. <laughs> I would have thought that in person there'd be more energies, more kind of you can really feel. But if if uh, it's six or one, yeah, that's uh, because because you gave me the option, Sandy, to do it on in person or Zoom, and I wanted to get the full experience, and I wanted no uh-huh. disconnect or anything, no opportunity for because we were on the uh, internet or whatever. So I wanted to be in person, so you could uh-huh. really feel my yeah. energies and so on. And uh, it was truly a great experience, and I and I thank you, and I'm a big fan, and thanks for doing the show for the third time. Yeah, part of, time. part of the three timers club, Sandy Harmer. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you on the after show. There's about a two minute switch over. Okay, Patreon.com/slash JDShowPod. Just saying, great show, Sandy. Everybody loves you. Sandy's awesome. All these great comments. So, All right. So regular Thank listeners, you. see you Wednesday. Patreon listeners, we'll see you in about two minutes on patreon.com slash jdshowpod. Our producer, Jordan, is also going to be with us. Uh, I'm sure she asked questions. I, would, I should have asked. I know. We well, should have asked her. It just flew we'll, by. We'll get, I have we'll, many. I have many. You have but many? I'll save it. Okay, <laughs> okay, great. Jordan, our producer, uh, Sandy, who you're going to meet in uh, the after show. She's got a bunch of questions. Okay. Uh, We'll see you guys on Wednesday, and until then, watch your head. All right. All right, Sandy, we'll just be a minute or two. Sure. And uh, we'll cross over to the uh, after show. Thank you so much. Oh, crossing over. Oh, (laughs) crossing. Yeah, yeah. Good choice of words. On brand. All right. Yeah. A beautiful waste of time. It's just a waste of time.